Hi there. Welcome to the very first episode of my new podcast, The Princess Power Podcast. I'm Mallory, a teacher, friend, cat lover, plant mom, yoga enthusiast, and self-proclaimed princess. Honestly, though, probably not self-proclaimed because my family and friends have been calling me princess since I was a little girl. So I guess if the TR fits. This whole podcast idea came about while I was teaching my students how to make podcasts in language arts class, and I just wanted to make like a sample podcast for them through the planning process, and then what do you know? I liked it. As I'm like planning and brainstorming with them, I'm like, I think this would be a fun podcast to make, so here I am making it. Uh, So the purpose of this podcast, besides just teaching my students how to make a podcast, is to address some of the issues that we face as women in today's society. And I'm super excited to explore our thoughts and feelings together. My hope is that all women, no matter your age or skin color or size or background, any woman can listen to this podcast and take something away that helps them feel just a little bit better about themselves at the end of the day. And hopefully it can serve as a reminder for all of us that we aren't completely alone and we have people with us that want to share experiences. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Um, Oh, guess what I named the podcast? What did you name the podcast? Princess Power. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. Oh, cringy. Isn't it perfect? That's really cringy. I knew you would love it. Anyways, Uh (laughs) so I'm excited that you are my first guest. Um, And when I was thinking about planning the this type of podcast, I was like, oh, what kind of like people can I interview? And like, you were the first person that came to mind because I think that just in the little bit of time that I've known you, I've seen like a big transformation. Um, And I don't know if that's accurate or if you would agree with that. But anyways, I'm excited to have you. And I'm really bad at like introducing people. So I'll just say, Jessica, is uh, someone that I taught with at my very first teaching job. And I'll let you kind of tell everyone about yourself. Like, who are you? What do you want people to know about who you are, et cetera? Um, Okay, so yeah, I live in Utah. I used to teach in Wisconsin, but I um, took a job as a project manager after up and quitting my teaching job that I had my um, bachelor's degree for after like six years of teaching and I just felt like it wasn't fitting anymore so I dumped out on that and I took a job as a project manager and yeah it's been a much better fit and I think it's taught me a lot of things about you know things I was already starting to discover about myself um, but it, it's been helping me just like feel less bad I guess about the ways that I've been different than other people so I'm guessing that we'll get into that more later but so uh we kind of talked about this um earlier but in my class we've been talking a lot about image versus identity 
Um, so what would you, how would you describe those words? What do those words mean to you? How do you interpret them? So when you kind of talk to me about those words, because I, I told you, I don't naturally think about those words so much. Um, but what came to mind is the word authenticity. Um, I think it, depending on the personality type, being like outwardly the way that you feel you are inwardly for some personality types that comes a lot more naturally um, than others. And in my case, actually, it's really difficult for me to not outwardly show how I feel inside. For me, I actually have learned to give myself a little bit more privacy and space when it comes to how I show myself to the rest of the world. Um, it, like I said, it comes really naturally for me just to show everything that's true about me. And I've learned like over the last few years that not everyone has to be privy to that. Like not everyone has to know who I really am or how I actually feel about everything because some of that is private and I can keep that to myself and decide what to show people when and how much of it, you know, and I still can be like authentically myself without having, like without feeling the pressure to, I don't know, be an extreme version of it. I don't know if that makes sense, but. I think that yeah. makes sense. And I think that is like a really good point to make because I think a lot of people get carried up with like, I'm being myself I'm, and they're like in your face about who they are. So I think it's important to remember that part of being yourself is like being able to like hold back what you need to hold back. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's even more important for someone who's naturally a little bit more introverted so I'm an introvert, but a lot of times I act extroverted because I know that sometimes that makes other people feel more comfortable. And so it takes me giving myself permission to not make everybody else feel comfortable sometimes to be able to even do that at all. Can you explain a little bit, just because you mentioned um, personality types and then you just mentioned introvert and extroverted, you don't have to give us like a full lesson on personality types but I know that you have uh, an interest in studying and learning more about the personalities so can you kind of give us a little bit more depth in that area I won't get too complicated about that answer but the easy way to put it is that an introvert will tend to get more energy from being alone or with smaller groups of people and a lot of the ways that they're thinking or understanding the world around with them will happen inside and they don't necessarily express it outside where an extrovert tends to get more energy from being around people or interacting with the outside world a lot more and so a lot of their processing and thinking and all of that will take place on the outside and I always thought uh before I started talking to you about the personality stuff. I always thought introverted people were like the people that stay home and read books and extroverted people were the people that were like, like going, you know, life of the party. And then I'm like, oh, there's like way more to it. It's more like 
about the way that your brain is functioning Mm because I like to stay home and read books but I like to be the wife of the party so I always felt like I didn't fit in anywhere yeah and I think a healthy person is going to do both introverting and extroverting and the healthier you get probably the more balanced you'll be that you can do some of each but um, especially when we're younger I think we can get confused about what we actually are getting energy from or we're busy trying to act like other people so we don't really know if we're introverted or extroverted or you know what we actually care about so some of that you know you just I would encourage anyone not to try to like decide about themselves like I think I'm just this one way Mm -hmm. because especially when you're younger you're going to get it wrong you know so you got to just like give yourself space and just know that you're going to change your attitudes are going to change your way of relating to other people will change and that's all good and that's part of it what experiences do you personally have like relating to image versus identity um we kind of talked or made reference to um the fact that you've like changed over the past couple of years especially like getting to know yourself a little bit better. So what kind of experiences can you share with us? Um, So I think one of the most impactful experiences you were actually around for, um, (laughs) and you mentioned that I changed a lot because I, I had a big reveal about myself when I was teaching and there's a, there was a couple of pieces to it, right? That I, when I like learned who I really was and how I actually function the best I started to be able to accept some things about myself and when I accepted them I was able to act more like them so maybe like my identity became more aligned with my image so the example is that when I was teaching um, I was constantly like looking at the ways we were doing things and I was always questioning it it's like I couldn't even help it and um, when I would get when someone would tell me, like, assign me a task, it was like, I couldn't stop until I got it done. Like, and so sometimes that would mean I got, you know, I felt like I would be pushy compared to other people. And it was like, not socially acceptable to be that, what is it, like that straightforward or that um, persistent to try to get what I wanted or what I thought should happen and people would get really annoyed with me like like at school I we would be talking about something and I was always pushing us to fix it or to do it better and people would get so frustrated like in school especially and I think students probably feel this too there's sort of this like social thing that you need to do things like according to the rules or the way things have always been done And that is just not part of my personality. It's like, it's actually completely opposite to who I am. But most of the people who are teachers or principals or all of that, those are the people that have, it's part of their personality that they want to enforce rules or follow traditions and all of that. So it made me feel really like there was something wrong with me. And I often just like felt bad for upsetting people I felt like just being myself was upsetting people um so I won't give you all the boring details of how that transition happened for me but I mean that sounds so stressful (laughs) like living that way sounds like miserable it's really hard yeah and 
it's worse because I really do care about how other people feel and I care about how other people experience me and I wasn't purposely making anyone uncomfortable or, you know, I would feel like I was making things more complicated for people and they would get mad at me. And um, so on the flip side, okay, when I transferred to the corporate world and I started working in business and I was a project manager, people needed me. Like that's what they needed in our company. And what, so rather than getting in trouble for that now, I get personal emails from our CEO saying like, thank you so much for doing this. Like, I know if you're in charge of this project, you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done right. You're going to, you know, make it efficient. So just by moving into a different position, I realized like, no, it's not necessarily me that's the problem. <laughs> it was just the surroundings. And so sometimes I think, I, I wish I could go back and tell my students that actually, the students that I taught. Like, hey, sometimes the way that you act in school, it doesn't fit with school culture, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. And that doesn't mean it doesn't fit with any culture. And I think, so I think something that I get really impassioned about is just like giving people space to be themselves and not judging them or like comparing them. And like in the same way that I think we should be free to be ourselves and not trying to like compare ourselves with other people or be, live up to their expectations. I think we need to do that for other people as well, because more than anything, I see so many women that come off as like a little bit more people call it cold. It's just factual or direct. There's a place for each one of those personality types and they need to be valued in their own way. You know, in reality, I think that there's certain like jobs, especially that certain personalities, like fully being themselves are going to be more successful in. And, and some of that has to do with people's social expectations of you. If I've learned anything, I think every job could definitely use more diversity, right? In teaching, I think we needed more people like me that wouldn't be socially punished just because we were different, but we just needed to know like, hey, we need all of these different types represented and we need to not compete with each other. I guess the message in that is I would encourage anyone to kind of like really explore and know yourself and find something that fits who you are and don't try to fit yourself to it all the time. Why is it important to um, figure out who you are, especially for like younger girls? Like my students are in middle school um, and we both, you and I both have taught high schoolers. Um, so I'm going to say from just from what you've been saying about um, like finding something that fits you. I think at that age, especially there's a lot of pressure um, sometimes from family members to do this or that, go to college, not go to college, do this um, career. And so um, I think that adds a lot of pressure. And again, that goes back to society, I think too. Um, but what would your advice to girls or just kids in general um, in that kind of situation where they're uh, still figuring out who they are, but there's a society pressure to like choose what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you turn 18 and graduate. 
first comment I would make about that is that that is that might be the message that you're getting, but the reality of the work industry right now is that that pretty much never happens. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what there was like some crazy number I actually saw. It was like a statistic on how many times like the average professional changes careers. And it was like, I don't remember. I will literally be making it up if I say it, but it was like a lot of times. Like, even if you do want to make an initial decision, it's okay. You're not necessarily tied to it. You will probably change careers. You will probably change majors in college. Just be smart and take gen eds first. <laughs> but okay. Your original question is like, what is my advice to people who want to like figure out who they are? Right. Yes. yes. That's a hard question. What about like, like, and I've talked to the kids in my class, at least about like the fact that it's not like something that happens overnight and like just because you explore like who am I doesn't mean that like there's an answer that you're gonna come to you know what I mean like it's like a gradual process like I'm 28 years old and I still am learning things about myself and I'm gonna continue to learn things about myself and I'm gonna change and then I'm gonna learn more things about myself so like how maybe not like why is it important but like how can they do that while they're still in school like middle school high school before they like go off on their own how can they start to like figure out who they are and learn to embrace that I actually think I can give some pretty targeted advice there Um, one really effective way to learn who you are is to pay attention to what upsets you So um, when something upsets you, it will usually show something that you value. (laughs) So it'll show like what you value and also what you're afraid of and usually why you're doing something, right? Why you do things. So those are all like some of the most critical parts of recognizing who am I? It is. So once again, I'm just going to say it again. It's what motivates me? Like, why do I choose to do things? Um, it is what am I afraid of and it's what, um, what upsets me. I think those are the three things that I just said. And those, those three things are going to help you identify what, who you are, what you value and what makes you tick. What you want to be aware of is what are you afraid of? What it's, what's going to set you off. And just so you know, it's probably not rational. Like you think that what you're afraid of is rational, but it's not actually. And, um, and also just know like other people are going to be set off by different things. And if you notice someone kind of getting triggered around you like by something you keep saying to them, pay attention to that because you're probably hitting on something that is core to who they are. It reminds me of... Um... The question you asked me like a couple of years ago, you said, what, what is one thing you love to hear? And what is one thing you hate when people tell you? And I have like used that every time I'm getting to know someone like on a good deeper level. I ask that question now because I'm like, man, that just really opened my eyes to like 
who who I am as a person. Like I never thought of those things before. And then once I, I think I took like a week to text you my answer because I'm like, I don't know. I have no clue who I am anymore. Like that's a good question. <laughs> so that's what thinking about like, oh, I'm upset. Like, why am I upset? What's making me upset? Like, yeah, what do I hate when it happens? And what's like, also on the other hand, like, why am I feeling so good right now? What do I love about this situation? Like, it goes both ways, right? Mm -hmm. I want to go back to like a couple questions ago. You said that you were like feeling bad about yourself. And then once you started learning more about yourself, there were some things you had to accept about yourself. So how, um, or maybe like, can you speak a little bit on that? Like how people can embrace once they're like discovering who they are like even the stuff that people say aren't good things like how can they feel good about themselves so i think i asked myself a couple questions to get to the root of that i would ask myself what's true and then i'd also ask myself whose perspective is this so like if we apply it to like me at school when I was like asking a bunch of questions and trying to drive change and all that kind of stuff like again I felt annoying which by the way that reveals part of my fear this this is part of my personality type I'm always paranoid that I'm going to be annoying or people are upset with me um so I had to ask myself is it a bad thing that I'm driving change so that's the is it true right is it true that this is bad well, no, like if I step outside of that, I can know this is not bad. I think those are uh, really good questions. Again, I have never thought of that. And now I'm going to be questioning myself every single time. Like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why I'm glad we're friends so I can figure out who I am. <laughs> but I'm wondering if you would like to share anything about how like faith has played a part in figuring out who you are um and the reason that i put this question on there is because i specifically remember when i was first getting to know you um you said something about god and you said it like so nonchalant like normal whatever and like for me i was like wow she like just like put it out there because i'm a people pleaser i want and i know religion makes people uncomfortable so i would never just like a stranger just start talking about god and you just like i was like wow that's like such a like admirable quality that she can just like talk about her like beliefs without even like batting an eyelash like she just so uh I you don't have to share if you don't want to but that's like one of my very first memories of you so <laughs> if you want to you can uh okay so your original question is like how does my relationship with God tie into like yeah identity? figuring out who you are So I think the way that like I relate to God is like really unique to me and who I am. So I already said that part of my personality is that I tend to be quite authentic and, and not saying that like if someone's not 
matched up between internal and external that they're not authentic but it's just very strong in my personality like i'm gonna i just don't know how to even fake it if that makes sense so um when it comes to how i relate to god it's just very part of who i am so yeah it comes off naturally to just talk about him because he's part of my reality and part of like how i see myself because i see him I was thinking about how he would be like the best versions of every personality type. When I think about God in that way, I'm like, whoa, if he's all of these good things that I see in other people and like strongly admire, but he's probably an even more like bigger version of that. Like how crazy is that? Right. So even for myself, like, (laughs) something in my personality is that if I see someone messing with one of my friends, I will take them out with no mercy. <laughs> right? Like, I just can't sit by and watch I that know, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think the, that God is like an even more pure version of that. So sometimes when someone is being mean to me, Like, I think about how I would feel if I saw someone doing that to someone else. And I would, you know, I would take care of that person. (laughs) And I'm like, so when I think about that, and I know that God thinks about me like that, like he would have my back. That makes me feel very safe and also very like valuable. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy life to uh, share your experiences and your personality and just who you are with us and um, I was gonna say that I appreciate that both of us are like chill enough that we could reschedule this like three (laughs) times and then eventually (laughs) meet up because both of us are like I, I really love that about you that I can be like, today was awful. I do not want to talk. And then you can reciprocate like this weekend. No, I don't want to. And like, I love that about our friendship that we understand each other in that way. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you. I'm glad that it, we both had a good enough day that we could talk to each other. <laughs> just like to say thank you again to Jessica. Um, You guys can obviously see how lucky I am to have her as a friend. She has given me so much insight into um, figuring out myself and also being able to figure out other people that I have friendships and relationships with and getting to know people on a deeper level. So I really appreciate that she was able to come talk with me. And thank you also to the listeners for sticking it out. This very first podcast um, is a little rough and uh, I think some of the audio wanted to be difficult on Zoom and lagging and whatever, but We made it through and thanks. I hope that you'll give the next one a listen. Bye-bye.